family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emma Lou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. I'm talking to Steph Scoopine today. She is the owner of Leaders Work, and she helps medical professionals become stress-proof. And she can do the same thing for parents. That's why I'm so excited I get to talk to her today. <laughs> Steph, welcome. Thanks, Emily. I'm, I'm very grateful. Thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to this. Well, we are, getting, we are looking forward to learning more about you. And let's start first with where you're from. And then I want you to tell us how you became a business owner and a facilitator, advocate for happiness and stress-free living. Thank you. Where I'm from is a long story. Like, <laughs> it goes... <laughs> So I, I generally refer myself as a global citizen now. Um, I've grown up, the short pieces are the grown up um, in Germany, born in Germany, and then spent um, the greatest part of all the other places in South Africa, and I'm now in the U.S. Glad you're here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so the way I, why I've got my own career, my own business, um, helping medical professionals be stress-proof, is because I am one. Um, I'm a veterinarian by profession. And so I know all about the stress. I, I've um, graduated in 99 and I've worked for many years on large animals, small animal practice, and it's been stressful. <laughs> and so during those years, I learned um, a lot of techniques that helped me cope better, um, helped me get to a place where I'm really seeing that, you know, not all of it, not 100%, but a good 80, 90% of the stress that we put ourselves through is optional. Um, And I've also, I've seen that that applies to not only our careers, but it applies to um, like across the board in our lives, also in family life. I agree. I agree. So it sounds like you've learned some techniques or tools that can help people. Yeah. Yes. Um, I started with, um, you know, meditation and pranayama, like the breathing techniques. And that has helped definitely somewhat. And um, then also doing yoga. And I'm someone who exercises regularly, you know, so all of those things obviously help getting out. And um, but the biggest, the most effective technique that I've learned um, in those years, and that I'm also using as the main thing in the leader's work process is something called the work of Byron Katie. Um, And that is a way of questioning um, the thinking that's causing us to feel and then act or react. Um, And it's a very, very powerful technique. So can you give us an example like from a, a parent's, you know, we know parents are under a lot of stress. Absolutely. Especially now, like, you know, I, I can testify to it. It's, I'm sitting at home with two teenagers. We're homeschooling. I'm running a business. My, my husband's working full time and we don't have that many bedrooms. So I like, I get it. Running out of space. 
Uh -huh. So how could a parent apply this? If you can give me an example. Of so I think, first of all, um, what we need to do when, as a parent is you need to be, you need to say like, okay, yes, this is causing me stress. Because a lot of the time, the first thing that we're trying to do is walk away from it and, you know, try to navigate not doing, not doing it, not even having it, not feeling it. And that is the place where it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So really, to, the first step is to say like, yes, this is stressful times. Yes, I'm being stressed right now. And from then, go forward and go like, okay, what can I do? And one really, really easy thing is to take a step aside, sit down, and do some real good breathing. And not like, okay, yeah, I know breathing works, you know, and I'll just do like one and a half breaths and then I move on. Because that's when it doesn't work. But rather really, okay, I'm going to sit down now and I'm going to feel the breath all the way from my nose to the base of my lungs. And I'm going to do that 10 times. And it sounds so little. And it's really such a powerful thing to do. So say that they, they are realizing that their, their child keeps interrupting them when they're trying to do business meetings on Zoom, can, can, you know, do their work from home. And so they acknowledge this is really stressing me. And they take that break and breathe deeply for 10 times. And then what? And then what most of the time happens is that either the situation will actually dissolve because the moment we allow ourselves, allow ourselves to be with what really is, not what we think should be. Um, actually, things move, and then an, a solution will become more apparent. Like, and that could be anything. It could be, like in my world, the, any number of things happen. I know my husband's full in meetings. My, my kid needs you know, extra homework. They're stuck with something, or they're having a fight. And I've got three meetings lined up. And what will happen if I'm going like, oh, okay, either one of my meetings will cancel, one of his meetings will cancel. They'll find something because, and just, or because I'm going, okay, I need to take a step back and I need to find a solution now. And then the solution will become obvious. The hard part is that we often go, it shouldn't be like that. Ah, uh, yes, yes. In other words, this isn't, this isn't how you had pictured your day would go. But it's being able to accept this is how it is. Yes. And I, I totally agree. If you calm your mind, you think better. And ideas will come that, that don't come when you're stressed and in fight or flight mode. Right, exactly. And that is so beautiful for, um, for the work. And this is something that, so the work of Byron Katie is on the internet. Um, I'm not the only person who facilitates it. And so it's, I want to put it out there. It's free for everybody to look at videos and, and look it up. So what one does with that is, so in, those, in that moment, so what we think is they shouldn't pester me right now. My husband should take over. I don't have time right now. You know, this, this situation is X, Y, Z. So 
and what, then what the work does is to take one of those thoughts and really look at what's do, what is this thought doing to me right now? Like, so they shouldn't pester me right now, right? I'm having a business meeting and here they come. Mama! Mm-hmm. You know, very embarrassing. So the thought is that shouldn't happen. They shouldn't pester me right now. And so the moment I think that and I believe that is what my breathing gets shallow, my, ho- my shoulders get tense, my face is going to go, <sighs> and, you know, I'm gonna, I might get a headache. And then that's the way I am going to act, react to them. I'm going to um, start to, you know, be short with them. I'm not helpful. I'm not even explaining like in a normal calm voice what to do. I don't, I'm not able to give any solutions because I am with like, this is not what should happen right now. Yeah. So then without the thought, if I then look at the same situation without the thought, out of a sudden I have a lot more space and then I can go from there. And, and if your thought is my husband should take over, you're now putting really an unrealistic expectation. He may not be aware of it. He may feel like you've got it. Right. And now you're going to be angry with him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the amazing thing is that most of those thoughts we have countless times. It's not like we have this thought once, but if we really start to look at what it does to my world and how I could live it differently, it's like preventative medicine to all the other next times that it will come up. It's really like, you know, all the stressful situations that are coming at us, they're coming because we live in life school. So this is what you want to learn. Like how do you act in a situation like that, relaxed, connected to everybody, supportive, in service of your family, and then learn how being like that is a joyful life for you. It is. I I can totally see that that is the way it is. Now, Mm -hmm. could you, you said it's a specific technique. Did you say the worker theory? It's no, it's called the work of Byron Katie. So this is a resource that's out there, the work of Byron Katie, mm-hmm. and that anyone can look up, but you use this with other techniques to teach yes. this managing your, well, you really, your mindset. Yes, it is your mindset. It is, it's more than, more and less than your mindset. It's really about questioning your thinking and finding out that your thinking a is not something you can control b is something that you can influence your belief into and that unless you inquire whether your thinking is true for yourself you have to believe it there isn't a choice yes so those thoughts come and you believe them unless you question them okay so question your thoughts. And I can see this, you know, the, the parent who is going into that business meeting, okay, I've got to log into this business meeting. My kids will interrupt me. Oh, and then they'll start stressing out even before it happens. Right. But if they can analyze this, and, and you're right, there are solutions. 
there are different ways of handling it, but you're not going to think of them when you're in the moment. Exactly. Maybe there's some preparation that can be done first, some training with the children, some coordinating. They can even be, yeah, Emma, you know, Emily, that's like all of those things. And also then one of the thoughts will be, you know, I will be embarrassed if my kid walks into the meeting. Whereas if the kid walks into your meeting, and I mean, think, think you're, this, you're interviewing to be the CEO for a big company, right? Right. And your kid walks into your meeting. When are they going to take you? When you can calmly say, oh, I'm sorry, I have an emergency right now. You see, I'll be back in 30 seconds. Or when you go, nee, 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 right? Uh-huh. You, will, you have the perfect opportunity to demonstrate how you can handle stress. Exactly. And if you think about it, I think we're all starting to see children more often <laughs> in right? Zoom meetings. And we just accept, you know, that's family life and that's okay. Yeah, did you see mine? <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Perfect demonstration. <laughs> Steph just had one of her children and, and I noticed she knew that and she was very quick. She just kind of ran by. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I like that. I like that thought. You said something earlier before, when we talked earlier about parents who have the religion of the children should pick up their socks. We can make one thing like the most so important when it's out of perspective. Yes. Yeah. For me, that was the, that's one of the stories that really brought it home early, early when I just learned, started to learn these techniques. And I've been doing them for now many years now. I came across it. I started it in 2008 and I did the school in 2012. And it's been, you know, so I have a lot of experience in it now. So that's what I'm bringing into with my process. And that was the, one of the stories that really made it click for me. And, and that was that, like, I had the religion that my children should pick up their socks. And so and against that religion, every day, that's what happens. There are the socks on the floor. And then really looking at what happens for myself with such a comparatively small thing as a sock on the floor and how much stress it can cause. Because there it is again. I have to pick it up again. I have, you know, they really should do it themselves. They should have learned it by now. So now I'm going to turn around. I'm going to shout at my kids um, or my husband leaves his socks everywhere as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just another kid to yeah. raise. <laughs> and, and the, you know, and so like you can widen it out from there, you know, like all, especially the women or the people that do most of the housework or think they do most of the housework, you know, anything, the dishes, the bed's not made, like whatever. Yes. I, I love that concept mm -hmm. that sometimes parents will make a moral issue out of something that really doesn't matter. And the thing is, though, what we need to say to this, I think, is really important, Emily, and that is you can't help it. It just happens. You can't help it. And you just really have that feeling like, hey, if they would just help me, I would be feeling better, you know? So it's so innocent. 
you know, when we talk about it, it sounds like, oh, no, one shouldn't be doing that. But that's not helpful because it is an innocent belief that we really have in that moment. Like if they would just help me, I would be feeling so much better. And so when we take these thoughts through inquiry, we, we, we discover all of those underlying beliefs and, and ways that these things influence our lives. And then we are empowered to actually let them go. To just go like, you know, if we just tell ourselves, hey, I shouldn't be making such a big deal out of it, we just add to our stress. That's the only thing. It's like putting the lid tighter on the pressure cooker. Yeah. That's not helpful. Well, and isn't it also true that anytime, if we say, if we're depending on someone else, if we're saying, if they would help me, I would be happy. If we're relying on, depending on someone else for our happiness, aren't we giving away our power? Yeah, but only 100%. And if we, and when we understand that we are the only person we can control. Right. And yes. You know, we, we don't choose how, how people treat us. We can only choose how we react, how we respond, whether or not we let it bother us. Yes. No, absolutely. You're totally right. And you, you really start to see that when you, when you become aware of um, your thinking and how, can, how you can influence your thinking. Because what you find is that to what extent you influence how you think. Not even, like a lot of the time, you don't even influence how other people think. They, they do their, the same thing, you know? They hear you say something and then they put a whole story on top of that. Yes. And to that, to that they react. Yes. And we, we often think like it's not really true. Like what, you know, because for example, somebody shouts at you and like calls you names, you know? Of course you're going to be insulted but is that even true like yeah. if you're really at home with yourself and somebody stands in front of you and and calls you names you the only thing you see is that that person is upset yes you could just say wow they're having a bad a bad day yes and that is possible it really is possible to get there for all of us it takes commitment it takes intention it takes working with our thinking you know mindfulness meditation the work but it's possible and really the the joy of living a life like that is so worth it oh i totally agree it's kind of like you know we would put time and effort to be physically healthy so why not emotionally healthy yes yes one of my teachers says you you wash your body every day why don't you wash your mind <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that ought to be done at least as often as we wash our body. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you help people? You know, it sounds like you do education. Do you work with people one-on-one? -on -one? I mostly work with, work with people one-on-one, -on -one, yes. Um, I do introductory sessions, which is just one session. So that's just um, helping people, you know, like saying, okay, this is how you can do it. It's a little bit similar to the conversation that we're having today. Yes. Uh, but, you know, more personalized. But ideally, obviously, it w is always a little bit of a longer process. Yes. Um, so the, ideally, it'd be a couple of months because then that's how you get to really put that practice into your life. Because with all of these techniques, it's easy to learn it. 
what's difficult is to keep doing it, to keep the discipline, to create a habit of it. And habits take time. So yes, they're, they're practicing these skills mm -hmm. with you until the habit exactly. has been established. Until the habit has been established and also until they've come through like a couple of major um, knots in, the, in, you know, in their stress existence, call it like that. And so that means then there is the positive reinforcement. There is, you know, the experience of like, yes, this is actually really working and I'm actually feeling so much better if I keep using this, this process. I love it. And I can see why you are targeting, you know, medical professionals. You know, right now they mm -hmm. are our frontline workers, but I think parents are our frontline workers too. They are. That's so true, Emily. I completely, absolutely agree. Yes. And I'm working. I mean, I'm working with myself. <laughs> and I'm also working with one other parent right now who's got um, teenagers. And so, yeah. I, I have heard the saying, I think it was intended as to be humorous, that there are the two times in your life when you come the closest to insanity are when you are a teenager and then when you're the parent of a teenager. And I, I think I would have to agree, those are two very stressful times in life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Of course, there is a lot of people that, um, there is the teachers that, like Eckhart Tolle that says, um, you know, that most of our waking lives is fairly insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, teachers... And so we Teachers were, yeah. would benefit from this too. They have to deal with, oh yeah, you know, no um, no end of interruptions and and changes in plan. You know, just yeah. when you think yes. you've got your routine down, suddenly we'll shut schools down for two weeks. Yeah, yes. yeah. A lot of people can benefit from this. Yes. I agree. <laughs> so how do people contact you? I have a website, The Leaders Work. Um, they can send me an email at steph at The Leaders Work. Um, I'm also on Facebook under the same name. All right. And I'll have all those links on my website. Steph, you're doing a great work. Thank you. Thank you, Emily. And so do you. And so do all the people, the, the teachers and the parents and the medical professionals out there, right? I, yeah, I think yes. let's get through this as calmly and find a reason to be happy. Find a reason to be happy and find a reason why this is um, a time that's supportive of growth, I think. It is. We really appreciate where we're going and what we're going through. Yes. Yeah. All right. Steph, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This was fantastic. And you have a great day. Thank you. You too. We have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week. And thanks for listening.